Thursday, June 8, 1950. She crossed Canal Street from the neutral ground, walked right past me, and I watched her come and go, both views unforgettable. I'm not kidding. A woman can do that on occasion, sear an indelible image in a man's mind. Her chestnut brown hair, parted down the center, was wavy, not curly. Her eyes were almond-shaped, her nose straight and small, with her lips dark crimson. Her chin was almost pointy, except there were no sharp edges to her face. She wore a fitted gray dress with a scoop neck, looked like linen, a black belt, black high heels, her hips swing nicely but not overly. She moved smoothly, light on her feet, elegant, looking straight past me as she disappeared into the shopping crowd along Canal Street between Royal and Charter Street. She was the woman in gray. That's how I thought of her the following day as she popped in and out of my mind, tapping me on the shoulder over a coffee, whispering in my ear, I was real. I didn't obsess over her image. It just came and went, more like a photograph than a motion picture. Although she had moved quite nicely, she remained a snapshot, the woman in gray, until a week later when she stepped from the darkness beneath the balcony of my building shortly after midnight on a sultry Thursday night. As I pulled the keys from my pocket to open the door of my building, the woman in gray stepped out from the shadow beneath the balcony and into the light. It was like switching from black and white picture to technicolor. She wore a pale yellow blouse with another scoop neck and a tight red skirt, showing her narrow waist and round hips. She was willowy, looking slim and chic. Those sculptured lips pursed as she stood stiffly before me and asked in a deep, sexy French accent, Are you Detective Prevy? Even I knew that meant private detective. Yes, my throat actually caught. She stepped closer, and I could only think, I have beer breath. Do you speak French? No, but I could learn real fast. A sad smile came to her lips as she uh, extended her right hand. I am Rochette Bouchard, and I need your help. We shook hands, and I unlocked the door, let her into the foyer, went around, and unlocked the smoky glass door of my office. I flipped on the lights and the ceiling fan. Her heels tapped as she followed me across the hardwood floor of my wide office. I reached my scarred desk and turned back to her. She was tall in those high heels. She stood only an inch or two below my six feet. Under the bright lights, I realized her left eye was dark green, the right pale blue. May I sit? I held one of the two chairs in front of my desk as she sat, and I caught a whiff of light perfume, a familiar scent. I can have my secretary bring you coffee, I said as I sat in the captain's chair behind my desk. She looked around the large room, an office that was once an upholstery shop until I took the walls down. A large, chippling, bubbly sofa occupied the wall next to the frosted glass office door. A small kitchen stood behind the sofa and the door leading to the bathroom. You have a secretary? Not really. I tried my best smile and got that sad smile in return. I still do not understand American humor. 